This is the one with lava lamp fish foes. Endless backflips. A turkey baster anecdote. And more of the Clone Wars. It's called The Doctor's Daughter. Here we go! We're still on our endless voyage, all through time and all through space. With Levine and angels now, Daleks, Cyber, Zandu, wow! Tennant, Smith and Eccleston, Gallifrey, it all began. Doctor Who is cool again, that was Russell's master plan. Who back when? Reviewing all new Who there is. Who back when? Subscribe and rate on iTunes, please. Rose and Donna, Amy Pond, Rory, Martha and beyond. Join us on this odyssey, what other choice could there be than Who back when? Back when. Hello, ladies and gentlemen of Podcast Land, and welcome to episode N048 of Who Back When, a Doctor Who podcast. Or Doc Past. Yes, that's right, Leon. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I am here in the Pumpkin Enterprises studio today with Marie. Hey. Hello, Marie. Hi. Awkward. <laughs> 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 and I am Pumpkin, and no one else is here because the Drew, Drew Back When, he was meant to be here as the sole representative of, you know, the Who Back When Donna fan club, but he couldn't make it. He was otherwise engaged. Hence, we are two. Is it too much to say Donna haters? No. No. We're it's no. not too much at all. We have two Donna haters <laughs> in one accurate. room. <laughs> we both have access to microphones. This can be great. <laughs> Today we are looking at which episode? The Doctor's Daughter. That's right. Did you like it? Did you not like it? I, d- I did not like it. Oh! oh! Did you like it? Well, I'm a wobbly thumb in the middle kind of guy. Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, well, shall we jump into a beast camp? Yeah. Let's do that. Let's jump. Time for us to synopsize, lobify and summarize. So take a view and grab a brief and listen to this overview. This free for all. We like to call a bite-sized chunk of who. Bite-sized chunk of who? The Doctor, Martha, and sadly Donna materialize in the middle of a war, and the Doc's arm gets raped, muy pronto, spawning his illegitimate offspring. Jenny, whom he fathers and mothers. Jenny is but the latest in many generations' worth of clones fighting against a race of fish dudes for the source. A nebulous, high-concept, low-brow, no-clue thingy they all think they want. Hilarity ensues. Bees go over. You are welcome. Right. <laughs> so that's what that is about. Good. You've, you had seen this before, I assume? Yes. Okay, did you remember it when you saw it this time around? Yes. Oh, wow. You are in a way better position than I am. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> I remembered him having had a daughter, as in, like, I knew that there was an episode, a New Who episode with him having a daughter, but I remembered nothing about it. So, this. had you not seen this before? I had, but, okay. like, back when it aired on TV. Yeah, as yeah. In, like, when it was new. Yeah. I, I remember really liking it the first time around, actually. Really? I remember really liking the daughter um, as a character, mm. and then actually being really sad that she they never did anything with her. She never came back. Well, okay, so do you... Oh, hang on. You know New Who so much better than I do, I oh, think. Yeah, so I'm going to have maybe. to ask you a question. Okay. Do we get any more uh, daughter or offspring? N- not so far. No? No. Although, we did. I had a quick Google earlier, and apparently she appears in a comic. Oh, book. really? So they've kind of done a little offshoot with her, but not, not she's not back in Doctor Who at, at any point, I don't think. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it, the the reason I ask is that I mean, in the very beginning, when Classic Who started off, William yeah. Hartnell had he was traveling around with his granddaughter. Yeah. So at some point, he must have had a child. Mm. But I don't know. I don't think we ever find out if it was a daughter that he had or a son. Like we don't know if it's you know how did he come about having a granddaughter. Well, that's what I was going to ask you because you know the old stuff a lot better than I do. <laughs> 
<laughs> Together we have the knowledge. Um, well, there's this huge gap of several gen- <laughs> like decades worth of who that I don't know yet. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, that is very nebulous or yeah. vague in my mind. But yeah, because there was the line when he talks about, I've had a family, I've yeah, done exactly. that, I've yeah. but, you know, seen them die. Oh, and does he say, I used it. to have a daughter or I used to have a child? Oh. Or I've been a father before? I think it's, I've been a father before. Oh, I think, that, uh, yeah, I I think, think they're right. non-specific. Oh, oh, keeping it vague, BBC. Yeah. What's that about? BS. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the lady who plays the, the lady, oh yes, hello, I'm 14 years old, the lady who plays the daughter, <laughs> the, the woman who plays the daughter, is married to Tennant. And they met in this film in this episode. Yeah, and she is the actual daughter of Peter Davison. Yes. Yeah. And they now have a daughter. <laughs> oh, so Who freaky. is the daughter of a doctor. She is the daughter of a doctor. And the granddaughter of a doctor. And the granddaughter of a doctor. And Tennant's, Tennant's, if we view Tennant as the doctor. So wait, hang on. <laughs> she is both the daughter and the wife of the doctor. Yes. Sexy. And her, and her daughter is the daughter of the doctor. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> it's like a, an MC Escher painting of just minds being blown. Yes. <laughs> uh, by the way, apparently she uh, auditioned for a role on Doctor Who before. Uh-huh. Thank you very much, Todd is Wiki or possibly IMDb. I mm. cannot remember. Take your pick. Uh, apparently she originally auditioned for the role of Rose Tyler and didn't mm. get it. No way. Yeah. So there must have been that moment where they went like, oh, it wouldn't be cool if we had the daughter of the actor who played the doctor play like, you know, the main character, the first companion. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah, but she's not chavvy enough. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, or maybe. So I think you think chavvy was a good thing. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) Not necessarily. (laughs) Okay. She's definitely not as chavvy as Rose Tyler. No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, she was pretty cool. Like, definitely the backflip scene was awesome. Oh, uh, really? Like, yeah. Did you not like? Well, both Drew and I just took a massive steamer on it uh, <gasps> at the end of the last review, because that's part of the, you know, next week yeah, of the yeah. Yeah. And it, I just feel like it looks, and I looked at the time and it looks now so very much like something out of Resident Evil. But like, isn't she a little bit kind of out of a... Yeah, actually, like, that's a good point, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> like, she's a soldier that's been trained through... Genetic I don't know, she's just... engineering. Actually, you know what? You are totally right. It's a very legitimate yeah. thing, isn't it? She's created within seconds to be a fully grown human with yeah. all, with these fighting skills. She knows yeah. how to load a weapon and shoot a gun and, and yeah. do a million backflips and super sexy. By the way, I didn't realize. Sexy. Yeah, and I didn't. And full perfect makeup as well. Oh, well, that's how they're born. That they come they out of the clone with machine yeah. with the makeup <laughs> permanently etched on. And wearing like, why are they wearing? regular people clothes because they if are they, regular people but why i would have imagined them to like if you want to actually you know what this is such a weird way i'm not in any way trying to say like why wasn't she naked that's not <laughs> what i'm trying to say because <laughs> it sounds a little bit like you are <laughs> no I, I feel like if you're genetically engineering soldiers why are you just making human beings why mm. aren't you making super soldiers that are you know really strong that maybe that that are, I, I would imagine her to ha- have like bulletproof skin or, you know, be really that, fast. Because you're forgetting that this war has only been on for seven days. They Oh, oh I have a <laughs> bone to pick with that one. <laughs> but they were, they, I, I, they didn't really go into this, but I sort of imagine the clone machines are there to populate the planet. They're not there to populate Oh, you're right. You're right. So they're just, so, they're Xerox machines, yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Because they come, they arrive with one ship, you know, at however many hundred people on it, and they have to yeah. get to however many million people in a very short space of time. So, which is weird. Oh yeah. Why do you have to do that? 
why do you have to pop? Why do you have, do you have to fill this entire planet with millions of people? That's what people do. Why couldn't they just fuck the planet full? <laughs> I'm sorry to be very crude there. <laughs> like, I mean, they are people. They are. They're going to terraform it to be a new sort of paradise. Yeah. Why couldn't they just bone it? You know, to completion. Why do they have to like? Oh, we're going to Xerox it right now. Because they need workers. They need people to build the... I guess. I don't know. Really? No. Wait, no. Because no. he even oh, says... Oh, the robots exactly. do it. Yeah. There were drones that built everything. Yeah. So there are all these empty empty houses for them to live in. You know what? Build fewer houses <laughs> uh, and just... Problem solved. Have a normal life instead. I did wonder as well. Again, this is me extrapolating. Yeah. None of this was mentioned. But you don't know where they've come from. Maybe... A human life isn't long enough to last the journey, so they've been repopulating on the ship. Oh, that's maybe interesting. Yeah, wouldn't you just have them in stasis or something? Maybe they don't have stasis. Actually, wait, mm. are there any more people? Oh, because oh, what I want to know <laughs> the only <laughs> the only people we saw come out of the clone machines are young, fit, healthy soldiers. Yeah, and the war's been on for seven days. Yeah, so there's an old dude has there as well. Age. Yeah, where does the old dude? Yeah, so this is from? this is where uh, I have a theory that. I don't think pans out. Okay. But, but, so you know, okay, hang on. Like, do you think they actually age? They have, they experience time. Like, they've only been there for a week, but to them, it actually feels like centuries, yeah. you know? And that guy who's super old in it, he was young four days ago. <laughs> do you think that's how it works? Um, uh, yeah, I guess that kind of, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. No. If they're Xeroxing human beings, then they would feel like because, it's yeah, why, been a week. Why would they create them to age and wither and die within they a wouldn't. week? They wouldn't. That doesn't Exactly, seem... they wouldn't. Yeah. And even if they, they kill, like, is the generation of a soldier, is that, uh, or of soldiers, is that just the average lifespan of the soldiers that are currently in battle? Yeah. Is that sort of what it is? I guess that each generation is each round of, like, clones. Hmm. But um, but that doesn't mean that they feel like it's been a really long time. In, no. It would just mean like, oh, well, welcome to the world. Your general life expectancy is four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> e every single person that was alive has died and they keep dying in order. So there's always a new people. Yes, I guess. Like no nobody's been around long enough to work out that this isn't... Yeah, well, except for the old dude. Apart from the old dude. Well, my my theory about him is that... Um, actually, it's Jim's theory by Nick Tip. But oh, <laughs> <isn't>. <laughs> um, maybe they they have different kind of levels and you go in and you press your button and you pop out a soldier. Oh, that's super good. In order to have authority, they make the generals older so that they can boss around the soldiers. So they boop, 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 pop out an old guy and he's okay. in charge. All right. That, in that case, I have to ask you and Jim by proxy a question. Okay. Why would there be uh, different sized soldiers and why are there both women and men? Why are there, you know, mm. why wouldn't you only have enormous muscular grunts? Yeah. Instead of like, oh, here's a, a cute little blonde girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I get that she's great at backflips, but I mean... And she can she can manipulate guards into letting her out. So she's got other skills. Yeah, but she doesn't need those skills. As yeah. far as the computer is concerned, would she be tempting fish people into the bone zone? I don't think so. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> those kinky fish guys. <laughs> know, spewing out a bunch of, you know, squeezing out a bunch of eggs on the floor and waiting for someone to <laughs> just splooge on them. The, oh, um, sorry. That then doesn't fit with the whole, it wasn't designed to pump out soldiers, it was designed to repopulate the planet. That's true. Mm. Yeah, that's true. So, but also, no, it must have been designed to spit out soldiers because that's where they're training. 
they have. Yeah, you're right. They、oh, you are right.、Training. But maybe someone. Yes, you are right. Yeah. And that first generation wouldn't have gone like, oh well, we're gonna we're gonna reprogram everything、no. to be soldiers. They、yeah. would have been soldiers from the get go. When did this? Like, why did this war start? Did the fish do that? Well, the hath. Hath. Yeah. Hath. Did the hath and the people come on the same ship? I think so. And why? I, why were they peaceful enough to decide to repopulate a planet together? I don't know. I can't and remember. And then suddenly, this must be in the episode.、Hmm. I think we just missed it. Okay. <laughs> there must be. I mean, I don't remember there being any story of like, oh, any backstory about,、no. oh, this is how, this is why you're two races. But clearly, both came. On the same ship because、yeah. both of them are using identical Xerox machines. Yeah, identical. Yeah, and I mean they have the same goal, so、oh, they no, must no. have the same legend. Okay,、like. so they said、um, the lack of leadership meant that the factions were fighting. Yeah, but that was、ridiculous. how they explained it. Basically, that the leader, the main guy, died, and then everybody else started fighting. Yeah, but. Like when、yeah. my line manager leaves the office, <laughs> I don't take my colleagues and shove them into the copying machine. Like that. <laughs> okay, so why fish people? Yeah. And also another question about the the whole thingy. So I get how you might be able to reprogram the Xerox machine to put different memories and skill sets in these people. But where do you get all the guns from and everything? Yeah. Is that where you do? They well, have, if like, you can a, Xerox people, I feel like you can Xerox guns. Oh, that's probably true. Yeah. But it's a can, like, it's a we genetic. We can basically do that. <laughs> oh, so it's like it's a three D printer. Yeah. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. How did these fish people evolve so that they have to breathe in tanks? Oh, but they're fish. So、uh, they. But they're part fish, part human. He had a shoulder. He, had, he, had, he has arms and legs. Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> this is like how did that happen? They are the centaurs of the ocean. They they are part. But they can't breathe without. Yeah, because they still have、help. gills. He still、yeah. had gills, right? Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. All the fish people are dudes. Oh. I mean, I don't want to seem well, racist. They all look、know. the same to me. But、yeah. I mean, there's. <laughs> you don't. Can you? Could you tell us? Martha, Martha assumes that、uh, it's a dude. Maybe she. Maybe she checked.、Like、a... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, do you mind if I just put my feet? Oh. They didn't say、yep. that bit, did they? <laughs>、um, why? No caviar in there. Why? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, I'm moving on. Why doesn't the TARDIS translate the fish? <laughs> yes, I know. That's oh,、eh, oh, no. God does does Martha learn to speak fish in a day? Because in the beginning she def- definitely doesn't understand them, and by the end she's like, "Oh, you stop." Yeah, you, my, my I I have a note about that podcast、mm. land. How dare you think otherwise? <laughs>、um, uh, I've written why isn't the TARDIS translation matrix working on the hat? Yeah, but actually maybe it is. But if Well, if it's working for Martha, then I feel like we should be able to hear it. Why can't we hear it?、Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Do you think maybe it's like you know she's you've seen the Horse Whisperer, right? Like maybe she's that for fish. <laughs> the Fish Whisperer. Yeah.、Mm. I did wonder whether she she doesn't actually understand them. She's just doing that thing where you make up. Like I talk to my cats and I make up their part of the conversation. Oh, nice. Now I sound like a crazy cat lady. No, not at all. <laughs> do you, do you speak for them as well? Yeah. yeah. Slight tangent, but yeah, yeah. They go. <laughs> And I go, oh wow! And then what happened? Oh, okay. <laughs>、um, but yeah, so she's just. I think that's of, completely she's natural. Just reacting to the fish guy. Yeah, but the difference is that your cats don't have like massive rifles.、Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why the fuck would you? Sorry for my language, but no, no, don't worry about it. Okay, you're surrounded by fish, <laughs> fish on, guys with guns. Yeah, and you've got a guy with a、um, with a bum fish shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. 
why would you snap that into place and make him scream in agony and not think that they were not like why wouldn't they oh you? because she figures well if i show these people that i've healed one of theirs then they're not gonna kill but me or a, possibly it's just like i mean she's a doctor there's a point before you realize that you're healed Oh, I just said Hippocratic Oaf. I'm sorry, that was a Freudian slip. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. The fish guy is screaming in pain and she does this really violent act. I think I would just, I would expect a bullet in the head at that point. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. It takes you a while to realize and go, oh, yeah, no, my arm doesn't hurt anymore. Oh, but not this fish, dude. No. He figures it out right away. He goes, ow. Oh, by the way, guys, don't shoot her. (laughs) She's now my friend. Yeah. And also, okay, so, where did I say, and also, there's a, there's a, I made a Star Trek parallel with mm. that, their little, like, B story. Cause there's a, there's an episode where, I want yeah, it's Kirk, and the dude who's, who looks like a, oh, is he a Gorn? No, is Gorn maybe the other monster? It, Kirk and some lizard dudes. Okay. Crash on a planet. Mm. And they, they did a remake of this in Star Trek Enterprise as well. But there's, they crash on a planet, they've been fighting each other, and then they fight on this desert planet, it's just the two of them, on like yeah. a, on a moon or whatever. And then after a while, they realize that they have to cooperate. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, bilateral Stockholm syndrome sets in, and they, they're like buddies. And the same thing kinda happens here, especially when they're up top. Yeah, yeah. Do you think he survived over there? Do you think he just swam around just, in that sludge? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> It's just like, bye, bye, Martha. See you later. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just think he kind of, he jumps in to save her, sacrificing himself, and it never occurs to her that she should maybe try and save him. Oh, no, she is out of there as quick oh, no. as. Just like, bye, <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, screw you. You're such an idiot. Are you kidding me? <laughs> You deserve to die. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've had a little chat about Martha. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, let's talk more about Martha. Oh, okay, okay. Let's do that. Sorry, I, sorry, 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 sorry. I super, <laughs> super love Martha. Oh, really? Like, super love Martha. Really? I, I'm quite sad that I kind of missed all the Martha episodes so I could tell you how awesome she is. <laughs> Please justify that. So, well, because I will. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, because coming off the back of um, Rose, who just fritters around the whole time going, oh, what now, Doctor? Oh, what's happening, Doctor? Oh, Doctor, yeah. Doctor, save me. Oh. Yep. And it's oh, so <laughs> annoying. So annoying. Um, and then you get Martha, who is like fiercely intelligent and a doctor and yep. like stands on her own two feet and like has agency and and does her own thing. And, yeah. Um, Agreed. And she, and I feel like it's a real... Don't you feel like the writing was very poor? I feel like she was let down. Yeah, but I also feel like there were some really good episodes. Um, but anyway, yeah. But I think that name one, name one the, good episode. The one Not the, the finale. What? Which one? Oh, you're mm. right. There, are, there, are, there are two good episodes. Yes. There's that that double feature. Yeah, and then obviously Blink, but she's not really in Blink. Human so. nature. Is and it? the family of blood. Yes. That's what they're called. Yeah. yeah. What's the one? Is the one called Smith and Jones as well? What's yeah, that's her first one. That's that the, the one where one? the hospital gets plopped on the moon. Yeah. And we've got rhino monsters. Please tell me that's not one of your favorites. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's not it. No, no, that's, that's <laughs> absolute pants. I can just remember that title for some reason. Um, but yeah, I think, and everyone gives her this really hard time because it's like, oh, she just sw- like moons over the doctor and is in love with him and like get over it. And I just think, no, like if, if this guy came and swept me off my feet and showed me the universe, I would fall in love with him. Yeah, probably. And she's the only person that is allowed to. She is single, <laughs> and she's the right age. And well, not for how he looks. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um. And and everybody else falls in love with him who already have boyfriends or husband like fiancés or yeah. Husbands in or, in fact, Rose falls in love with him yeah. whilst being and in a relationship and her like, boyfriend oh, along with him. A hundred percent cheats on her yeah, boyfriend. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. So I, no, I, well, I mean, let's not get get around though. I mean, he cheats as well. He goes off and, and uh, has a relationship with what's her face. Oh, I can't. Me- I don't know where we are. I don't know if I've got a spoiler for you. If you haven't seen, you have seen more in advance, haven't you? Yes. Because don't I? Martha, Martha, they get married. Right? End up together. Yeah, I exactly. So. Yeah, spoiler alert, Portsmouth lands. Sorry, sorry about that. <laughs> but, yeah, they, okay, she, that's the recollection I have as well. Finger in her wedding, her engagement ring. Figuratively, literally. Oh, sorry. Yes, of course. <laughs> at the end of the episode, was that Mickey? No, wait. Oh, maybe because I think at this point she's still together with that weirdo doctor that she. Well, not weirdo. That doctor that she meets at the end of um, not last of the time. Lords, yeah, lots of the time, Lords. Yeah, when when they've reversed history, they've undone the apocalypse, oh, and then she goes okay. and meets up with this doctor who's like a, you know, Doctors Without Borders type dude. Yeah, and just goes, uh, I've seen you bare-chested. I think maybe that's just in my mind. By the way, <laughs> so, like I've seen you bare-chested. You've got killer nips. Uh, marry me. Let's make this happen. Yeah, exactly. He's like, sweet. Yeah, <laughs> I've been waiting for know. someone to love my abnormally sized nips. <laughs> Are they really that big? <laughs> <laughs> the different size. I think we said on the show when we got to that point, yeah. like the finale, the was it a concluding triple episode, I think? Yeah, possibly. Sound of drums, last of the time, whatever. Yeah. Utopia. Yeah. Ugh, something. Yeah, it was. Anyway. I think, anyway, yeah. So that triple episode, I think we even said at that point, like, okay, we've now said our farewell to Martha. In this one, she kind of proved that she had potential. Yeah. But they never did anything with it. Like, the, I, I feel like her, the writing was so poor. But that, that was what I was going to say. I was so excited that Martha was in this episode. Yeah. I was like, oh, Martha's back. Um, and then it just, it just fell a little bit flat and <laughs> she kind of, <laughs> she had this opportunity to, well, she did. She befriended the hot. Half, half, half. Got them on her side. Yeah. And then, yeah, just the only thing she did was make it to the doctor so the doctor could save the day. Yeah. She didn't really contribute anything. No, not really. She had her own story. Yeah. But yeah, I was. I think I was a little bit disappointed in her role in this one. Wasn't it a little bit weird that she is still sticking with Martha, still okay. not crossing <laughs> over to Donna territory? But did you not also think that it was a little bit weird that she just left like why because she, because she is engaged as we know from the ring um yeah. and she has and she is loyal and she has commitments on earth and she can't just go swanning off with the doctor no that is true yeah, yeah but you know what she's I, a I, good I, person she is a good person yeah. i think i've just come to expect so little of the um, new who companions yeah i think also that's probably proof that it is uh mr weird nips and not mickey ricky <laughs> okay because if it were mickey ricky she'd go like yes i'm 150 percent on board let me just get my fiance yeah exactly let me just bring well. him with you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, maybe. I reckon that's it. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, another question about uh, Martha scene. Okay. When she arrives in the Hath base, yeah. is it not... This is going to be a weird or circular Doctor Who reference. Not really. You'll see what I mean. <laughs> okay. So isn't it a little bit like Christopher Eccleston's military base in 28 Days Later, where it's like the end of the world... She's stuck in a military base, except they're all fish, and now they're going to repopulate the world with her. Because there's that weirdo scene where all the fish start touching her face. They're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that never gets explained. It's not like, we're blind and we see by touch, you know. It's not like, oh, we've never felt hair before. It's literally like, oh, yeah. (laughs) I have to say, I I don't think I got that vibe. Um, But now you mention it. Mm. It's very weird. Okay. It's super, I think so. It's super awkward. And why does it never get explained? 
Mm. And it's not also a it's lot like, of things in this episode don't get explained, though. To be fair, yeah, I guess that is so true. Light on <laughs> explanations. <laughs> um, I think yeah. it's because so these are all fish clones, yeah, who have been at war with the humans for generations, seven days, yeah, so, yeah, makes no sense. Um, and Actually, that makes perfect sense because they might have you know the memory of a goldfish. Yeah, exactly. So they might have never met a human woman. They've shot like, humans look, all the time. She's not scaly. And they're just feeling her like, wow, what's this weird hair thing Oh, on these her singular, yeah, yeah. these yeah. specific these fish. specific fish. God damn it, you Sherlock did. <laughs> <laughs> no Sherlock references, I haven't seen it yet. I'm all right, all right, all right. Okay. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Donna. Shall we? Uh, shall we? Shall we? God. I, I have yeah. to say... Oh, God, no. She irritated me a lot less than she has really i think she was less shouty definitely less shouty mm. um and was she, was she a good good actress in this no not, not donna good. what's her face Catherine tate Catherine tate yeah not good but less <laughs> awful <laughs> really yeah would you mind terribly if i directed your attention to the following two sound bites <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> Okay. This makes me so happy. <laughs> this is prefaced in my notes by, yep, I was right, Catherine Tate is the worst actress in the world. Uh, Soundbite. Her name's Martha. And she's not collateral damage, not for anyone. Have you got that, G.I. Jane? I, I can't do the uh, impersonation. It's like, have you got a G.I. Jane? That was very good, actually. Oh, that <laughs> you was leave good. That, in. Yeah. that was terrible. Yeah, no, that's the point, though. <laughs> like, that's exactly how she sounds. Oh, you mean my impersonation was good? Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought you were talking about her performance. No, no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> God, no. Good, good, God, no. Good, God, no. All right, separate uh, sound bites. Mm. Uh, along the same lines, though, really well-written script, by the way. <laughs> sound bite number two. Oi, 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 call the beans, Rambo. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, it's so bad. I might have to take it back. <laughs> I mean, it, it was, is so terrible. It was so bad. Um, my bugbear as well, Okay. with Donna, <laughs> is always the whole, like, people assume they're a couple, and then she, like, way over the top, kind of says, no, we're not a couple. Yeah, Tennant does as well, though. Yeah, they both do. But there was a there was a particular scene where it was so easy not to because um Is this the one uh, Jenny, you and your partner or something? Jenny, no, Jenny yeah, no, that you and your partner and they both go, eh, eh, no, 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 no. Oh god, no, gross. But later on, Jenny goes, So you travel with the doctor but you're not together and mm-hmm. all at that point all she has to do is go, Yes, correct, Jenny, you've got that. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> and instead she's like, Eh, it's not even human. Why would I? It's probably illegal. It's like ah no. And super racist. Super Said racist. directly to the face of someone who is part Time yeah. Lord, Lord Gallifreyan. Yeah. Ish. Actually, no, wait. Holy Gallifreyan. Holy. Yeah. yeah. Two hearts. Two hearts. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Bloody Catherine Tate ruined another episode. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a super great episode to no. begin with. But like, it, it, oh, <laughs> what, oh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> the acting is so terrible. Mm. Okay, what about the turkey-based anecdote? Because I don't really remember what the whole thing was about. It was like, it is kind of a rape scenario, isn't it? Yeah, it's he like definitely a, he... didn't agree to father a child. Exactly. And then suddenly there's... Yeah. There is a child yeah. involved. Yeah. And he doesn't want to father it and, and so on and so forth. And I get that. Yeah. And that's a suddenly a really profound mm. piece of, you know, a valuable emotional context to apply to this 
otherwise really redonkulous story. Yeah. And she then flips that around and talks about her friend who got preggers. With a turkey based. Yeah. Yeah. Which is... And still loves the kid. And... So what is the... I mean, is this, are we meant to believe that this person just like scooped up someone's semen into <laughs> turkey based her? Never mind the context how she got a hold of that semen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just some guy down an alley. <laughs> um, yeah. But the, I feel like she's missing the point because the woman with the turkey baster still has the choice. The choice. She wants exactly. to get pregnant with this random man's cum. You know? I guess. Yeah. That she or was she making herself. a comment about the dad in that scenario? Or are we talking about like someone who goes to a sperm bank? Is that what she's... I don't know. Is it yeah. just a joke it to say turkey baster? It could be just a sperm bank. It's, it's ba- I think, it, yeah, maybe it's basically saying... Even though it's not a traditional way of conceiving a child, it's still your child. Is it just me? Isn't it like a fairly common anecdote? I don't know how truthful it is, but I feel like I've heard this before. It certainly appeared in the pilot episode of uh, Ray Donovan, great TV show. Definitely watch that. Hey. Uh, spoilers <laughs> for the first two minutes of that episode. <laughs> the whole thing of someone doesn't want the dad to have a choice in the matter yeah and sort of surreptitiously obtains the sperm yeah by like keeping the condom or whatever popping that in literally the the quote is a turkey baster yeah and then using that to impregnate oneself yeah. like the her anecdote implies that there is still someone out there who doesn't want to father a child yeah except true. in her anecdote that father is not taking care of the child mm. i think isn't that what she says i think so okay I guess, yeah. It's really weird. There's also a scene in um, Peep Show where he talks about that um, Mm -hmm. because he has sex with, like, the woman that he's been in love with forever. And then I can't remember at what point in the relationship it is, but um, they have sex. And then she flips herself upside down so that the sperm can, like, do its job. (laughs) And he has this whole rant about her stealing his sperm. (laughs) (laughs) It's fantastic. I love, highly recommend Peep Show also, late to the game, but if you haven't seen it. Um, yeah, and it is like, yeah, it's, it's, you mainly focus on the woman, like you accidentally get pregnant and the woman's lumbered with, um, the baby, but it happens to men too. Well, any parents. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, obviously, there's a whole biological thing, you know, there's a nine-month process that yeah. the dad doesn't have to go through, but yeah. then, in this case, the, there is no yeah, such thing. Yeah, Yeah. Ugh. It, it was just really weird. I, I, I felt like the turkey-based anecdote was not entirely thought through by the writer. It was just like, oh, this is a reference that some people will recognize in the audience, and those that don't might just laugh because it sounds kind of silly or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But actually, there's a real meaning behind it that clashes with what he's going through. Mm. Very odd. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the writer, this was written by Stephen Greenhorn. Hello, Stephen Greenhorn, who also wrote the Lazarus Experiment. Oh. Do you like the Lazarus Experiment? Um, I think I did. Really? Yeah. I'm sorry for sounding surprised, Stephen <laughs> Greenhorn. <laughs> did you wait? I'm going to look it up uh, on a- Who Back When right now to see what we gave it, because I have a feeling master. it wasn't high. The master has a hand in it, but he doesn't actually appear in it. It's the one oh. where Mark Gatiss is... A, a, a an old dude who uses a machine yeah. to reju- rejuvenate himself and then he turns into a weird is lobster monster. Is this the monster. first one that Donna's in? Or no, it's no, a Martha no, Jones one. one. Oh, is it Martha? We get to see all of her family. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to take it back. I don't know if I liked it or not. It was too long ago. <laughs> I can't remember. But I think I remember liking the fact that 
Mark Gattis was in it. I mean, he's fantastic. Yeah. He's just amazing. Yeah. But as I recall, it's a but, really pants episode. Yeah. Oh, dear. So... Are these his only two episodes? Uh, yes. Ah. Yeah. Good. Uh, I looked it up. He only has two writing credits, or two full writing credits, but then there's a third episode, quite recent one, Capaldi, oh. uh, Magician's Apprentice, in which the fish dudes appear. Oh. Which I don't remember at all. Maybe they're his um, creation, then, the fish dudes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, oh, and, oh, character by Stephen yeah. Greenhorn. Yeah. Well done, Stephen Greenhorn. <laughs> why, why didn't you give them some backstory, Stephen? <laughs> Come on. Come on, Stephen. <laughs> the amateur hour. Yeah. Oh, Do you have anything else to say about Donna in this one? Before we mm. close the door on Donna, sadly not, because she reappears. Spoilers. Yes. Oh. This was the really pedantic thing. Oh, yes. That's So, when she's doing the whole, I'm so clever, I know the Dewey Decibel system. Yeah. And she's looking at the numbers and she works out that they're not like English dates, they're backwards like American dates. But they're not like American <laughs> dates. Like, they're just not like any, they're just... Dates. They're just dates, but they're, <laughs> but they're backwards. Like, it's just such a stupid comment. I don't know why it was in there. <laughs> I can't claim to know what how one writes dates in the States if oh, it's different. I shall, well, I shall it? let you know. No, so basically we go, in England, we go day, month, year. Yeah. And they go month, day, year. But the year is always at the end, um, which is why they get Pi Day, because they have 3.4. Oh, what? This is awesome. Anyway, um, but yeah, the, so the dates that were above the doors, yeah. the last number was the day, and that was the one yeah, that was. kept going up. Yeah, exactly. Tick, 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 oh. yeah. Um, and the first numbers were the year. 6,000, so whatever just, it was, yeah. yeah. Everything was backwards. It went year, month, day. And that's oh, so not she's... how they do it in America. Yeah, but I think that, it, doesn't that kind of just underscore Donna's... <laughs> contribution here because fine she didn't have to learn anything in no. order to figure this out she, no. it, like it is pure coinkidink yeah she goes doesn't she say something like oh i worked in a library and i learned the old system in less than a day yeah yeah go well done good for you it doesn't apply here it's not and, it's that complicated <laughs> sorry librarians that are listening i think um, it's uh, uh, very complicated oh, okay. i mean i don't know it so i don't know how complicated or not it is yeah. but i think it probably is it would be quite impressive to learn it in a day and like to master it in a day clearly she didn't because she looks at a fucking date and thinks that that's what it is yeah and also why would she go around what is to her an alien world and think hmm I'm going to look for Earth library symbols. <laughs> <laughs> this makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Because <laughs> she thinks she's smart. Yeah. Oh, Donna. No, didn't really work out. It's the equivalent of another scene where she did quite well, I think, oh. in the... Oh, which one is it? Now I can't remember what it is. There's one episode where she uses her HR skills mm. with units, I want to say. It's not the first... Torchwood one, is it? No, no, it's not Torchwood. The first Suntoran one. I don't think so. I can't remember what it is now. No, Where she goes like, oh, you guys have been looking at the wrong thing. The, the real thing is that <laughs> no one's ever taken any sick days. I know this because I used to temp in HR. Uh, yeah, I, do I was like, that. all right, cool. All right, I yeah. get it. I get yeah. it. Good night. You got skills. Yeah. Well done. Very well. She's relevant. like street smart. Yeah, exactly. But like for HR smart. <laughs> for HR, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 
But it doesn't apply here. No. It's like they're trying to ham fist another career into her backstory. <laughs> it just is not going to work out. It's like, oh, this reminds me of the time I was a lion tamer. <laughs> so anyway, I, I only have one more note about Donna, and that is that her phone was already upgraded in the last episode. It is a plot oh, hole. It is what? a continuity error for him to upgrade her phone in this one. Maybe it's a new universe. Like it's a, I don't know, new planet. It needs upgrading again. I don't, I don't think so. No. Also, Steven. both of these episodes. Yeah, damn you, Steven. Watch the last episode at least. Come on. <laughs> God. Maybe they recorded both of them and they didn't know in what order to. No, actually, that's clearly not the case. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're right. No. No, I don't know. Someone, someone messed up somewhere. In fact, both of these episodes on TARDIS Wiki or, or IMDb or possibly both mm. both of them say oh and classic uh, <laughs> trope of the companion this is the episode where she gets her phone upgrade oh no yeah. <laughs> just like every companion gets exactly once yeah <laughs> what <laughs> right yeah that's what I've got about Donna mm. what about the daughter do we really cover the daughter what about the death of the daughter slash rebirth of her <laughs> yeah and and why does Martha suddenly think that she knows all about regeneration? I've, I've, I've never seen a regeneration. She's never seen a regeneration. Mm-mm. And yet suddenly True. she's the one who's like, no, sorry, she's definitely dead. She's not coming back from this. Yeah. Like she, like she is an expert. Yeah. It, well, I never bought into the whole, oh, she's a doctor thing. I really thought that that was, <laughs> that, oh, really? it was not convincing. Oh. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Oh, uh, I agree though. You're, you're completely right. It's and, even... like she went, and she just went and touched her neck like she was feeling for a pulse. And then, and then Donna's like, is she going to make it? And she just does this really sad head shake. And it's like, I don't think yeah, that's right. a full examination there. No. Like, also, that, that's an alien you're touching. <laughs> yeah. And she wasn't bleeding. There was no blood. She oh. got shot like it was a normal gun. Yeah. And he's the doctor's holding her and he's got his hand on her chest and there's no like there's not a mark Maybe on her teeth. Maybe that's uh, how they fell in love. <gasps> he was holding his daughter. Ugh. Oh, <laughs> you had to go and make it weird. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I kind of I spotted that. I was like, oh, they don't want to make it gruesome. It is a family show. But we've had blood before. I was going to ask, do we ever get to see the doctor's blood? <gasps> do you think she'd have like time lord blood? It wouldn't be red. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like mm. it, it might look different. Maybe they don't bleed. Oh, I I know that they have bloods. Okay. In the the next classic Who episode that we're going to be reviewing. Ooh possibly the last classic who reviewed, depending on when this drops, okay. is um, Spearhead from Space, the very first John Pertwee one. Mm. And in that one, he gives a blood sample and the human doctors are flummoxed. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, this is not a human blood type. Yeah. But he does have blood. So they do have yeah. blood. Yeah. And apparently in all the normal places, even though he has two hearts and clearly is wired differently. <laughs> yeah. All the veins the same. All of it. Yeah. 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 Okay. I thought I was proven wrong by trivia. I thought that she was regenerating at the end of it. That it was like a latent whatever. And then, oh, now we've got some potential for a shitty spin-off with, you know, another Time Lord or a Time Lady. I think that's... That's the thing is because he made the point to say she's not a time lord; she's an echo of a time lord. You don't know. That's a she... terrible scene, by the way. As yeah, in, like, it's a yeah. heart wrenching scene. But so mean. Oh, why is he so cruel to oh. her? Like, oh, you're nothing. Like you're the she's only the remnant of, of heritage you have. Yeah, but so. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not her fault. Well, no, true. Okay. But yeah, so so we don't know whether she can regenerate. 
and she didn't regenerate. She did the yeah. It healed her, but she, what, what's what's his face? Stephen Moffat. <laughs> what's his face? <laughs> <laughs> Our Lord and Savior Stephen Moffat has said that Jenny did not regenerate. It was mm. the source that you know revived her. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get that. It didn't look like the source. It looked like the regeneration. Wait, light. so you did think it was the regeneration? Yeah. Well, yeah. Not like not a full regeneration, but that the regeneration energy. Like, I think is it Rose? She she kind of has enough regeneration energy to save herself. Somebody somebody else oh, uses yeah. it one time. Rose definitely does. Rose Rose does when she has it all. I can't remember. There's somebody who uses it one time. And definitely isn't a Time Lord and can't regenerate into a new body, but can use it to heal themselves. Oh, that's a good point. Hang on, what is this? Who is that? Isn't it one of the doctors giving up some of his energy? Is it, does he do it to save someone? Someone. Is it a companion, River? I'm assuming? Maybe it's River. Oh, maybe. But then she'd have her own, so I don't know You're why she right. would need his. I don't need you. <gasps> oh, fuck. The library's coming up. Are you excited? I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, so I kind of thought that she was maybe using it to heal herself, but it didn't mean that she could regenerate fully. Right. I did not get... Like, she gets one go. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I did not get that it was the Well, Well, I thought, my note is, did she just regenerate? Spin-off potential? Yeah. Because that's exactly what I thought the first time I watched it. I was like, oh, my God, there's going to be another show. Oh, she's going to come back, and he's going to have a companion that's his daughter. Yeah. Looping it back round, because he started with the granddaughter. And then at some point, she's going to have a love interest, and then that that arc can end with her giving birth to a daughter. Which would have been lovely. It would have been lovely. Never happened. Nope. Yeah. Well, we don't know. Could maybe still, she'll, yeah. Maybe she'll still. come back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which actually, I would like to get some closure on that. I mean, that and would I don't be want. Nice. Uh, I don't want a whole series. No. I don't want like a spin-off about her adventures with her daughter no. or anything like that. Or even that the doctor travels around with his granddaughter. I want an arc that ends with what's her face, Jenny, having a baby. Baby girl. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And let's write and some, that episode. And somehow being sent back in time. We could write that episode. Oh my God. Oh, let's do oh, it. And then to save the daughter, to save a daughter, she has to hide her away in time. <gasps> and the only one that she trusts to be the greatest babysitter is her dad, yes. the daughter's grandfather, yes. but in such an early iteration that the Daleks will never find her. Yes. Little does she know, most of their stories are Dalek ones. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! She didn't do a history. <laughs> well, not really. Actually, yeah, I'm I'm not entirely right about that. We'll work but out yeah, the details. But I, this is a great story. Yeah. Okay, uh, Drew. Drew, are you listening? <laughs> this is the one we're writing instead. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. There was another thing I couldn't find it. Maybe someone in podcast land can help out with this. I am sure this is a classic Who reference. Tenant has a little wind-up mouse. Oh. And it really felt familiar to me, and I mm. I can't place it. I don't know. I don't whatever. know any reference. But it felt like yeah. something that maybe Tom Baker uh, played with at some point. Maybe someone in nice. podcast line could help out with that. Yeah. Yeah. Pop a comment on whobackwhen dot com. Yeah. Thanks. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have one more note, and that's it. What have you got? The only thing I have is the we kind of touched on this earlier. And I just think it it was quite uh-huh, a uh-huh. deep, um, like it could have been quite a deep episode with a lot going on, and he's mentioning his family that yeah, da, da, um, and it but it just seemed like it was done in such a flippant way that what the references to his family yeah like it was just this kind of throwaway comment and then yeah it was fan service more than anything else yeah and i just 
it, I think that kind of disappointed me a little bit because I like it when you get the backstory and like and Donna's going oh you you talk all the time but you never really say anything I thought that was quite a nice line actually yeah, um, yeah I agree yeah and but do we get any more hints at his past family no and that I mean, well, later on in, in New York that's what I was going to ask you about is whether this did time with the older stuff which I think we've established that it doesn't really and I don't think it's it's really ever mentioned again and it just seems such a shame that that's just a throwaway comment about him having a family yeah that's then never expanded on if like maybe it is and i've not well remembered, he has but... a wife yeah i mean he he do you think at some point river song has a kid no no because i think we've seen her whole arc now yeah I don't think there's going to be more. I hope there is. There won't be. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I don't think there's any more to that. Um, and she never have a, had a kid in that time. So that we're aware it, of. I don't think it can be. No. Okay. All right. Fine. I don't know. I kind of thought it was a because River Song is post the Time War, and how he was talking about it was like that they were killed in the Time War. So it was a, like an old, like a his first marriage. Yeah, that's true. But then that doesn't really pan out later on when we get to see the Time War. Like he has no personal stake in it except for the fact that it's his homeworld. Yeah, exactly. Which is the thing that, that's why it's sad because it doesn't like it was this throwaway comment that made like made you feel sorry for him in that moment. But then they've never built on it. I yeah. Think that's a real shame. Well, the thing is, when we are introduced to the Doctor, as mm. in in 1963, yeah. he just had a granddaughter, yeah. and there's never any mention of a child, as yeah. in like a middle generation. Yeah, yeah. There's never any mention of that. Okay. And there's no, never even a scene where, her name's Susan, there's never even a scene where Susan goes, oh, I really miss my parents. Yeah. Like, there's nothing like that. Yeah. So I, I, but given the fact that this is a time travel show, they can close that loop. Yeah. Like, it's definitely doable yeah i want to see that i want to see that yeah unless if they if they don't close the loop then this is something that happened before the show even started it's a past tragedy of his from before 1963's doctor who you know? yeah pre old grumpy hartnell it's young buff hartnell <laughs> do you think he was young and buff yeah yeah you he know, had born into an old man massive body, six pack yeah. <laughs> a huge floppy dong and he just went on he went cruising across the galaxy yeah they could still do that because they've gone back and done like the Doctor as a child, we've seen him as a little boy. Oh, that's true, yeah. So We've never seen adolescents. We've never seen adolescents. Oh, I'm a little curious. I'm a little curious. Because it's sort of the opposite of the thing from before, isn't it? Yeah. Because he... His puberty will have lasted forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still in it. <laughs> Still, yeah, right. <laughs> Very cool. Well, you said you have one more. Yeah, and that is that in the end credits, there are two Haths that are credited, and they are Hath Peck and Hath Gable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> As in Gregory and Clark. Okay. Why? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that happened. Yeah, that's it. Gregory. <laughs> Should we jump into a rating? Okay. Bingo bongo. And now it is time to rate this. Did we laugh or hate this? Bing bong, bing bong, hey, la 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 la. Ratings. Okay, do you want to start off? Uh, yeah. So I thought about a rating before I came here, which I never normally do. I normally just make Ooh. it up on the spot. And now that we've talked about it, I don't think I've changed my mind. In fact, if anything, you've been more negative than I expected oh, I'm you sorry. to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well, I was, I was floating around maybe just giving it a 2.5 and thinking it's like it's straight down the middle it's not a good episode but it's not a terrible episode either oh okay and then I thought <laughs> nah Donna's in it <laughs> 
<laughs> and there are so many loose ends and potholes and just yeah. So I think I settled on a two point two. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a very fair score. Yeah. I'm genuinely making this up on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give this a two point oh because I think there are some pretty cool concepts i like the whole like i like the reveal the reveal is so much better than the as in the idea behind the reveal is so much better than yeah. the entire episode yeah. like, wait what it's only been a week that's ingenious yeah except unfortunately it's pants mm. and the for the rest of it rewind this whole podcast that's why <laughs> yeah. 2.0 yeah <laughs> solid yeah. hello hello this is representative drew back when of the who back when donna fan club checking in Here's my review. We start off with a companion threesome in the TARDIS. They're all gasping and groaning. Donna starts off with, What the hell's it doing? Tennant says, My old hand's very excited about it. Donna, I thought that was just some freaky alien thing. Most of the episode, I was annoyed that it seemed like it should have been called Technically the Doctor's Daughter, except that isn't as good a title. But then she is. What? Also, when's this progenation technology becoming available? My wife would be thrilled if all I had to do was stick my arm into a machine. The Kung Fu sound effects are ridiculous, but this episode deserves some props for its unusually female cast. Speaking of females... I thought Donna was great in this one. Agency, check. Temp agency, double check. And I love the Dr. Donna sparring. Here is just a sample of Donna's good scenes. One, figuring out the plot. My note here was, I bet Leon hated Donna showing an ability and being proud of it. Two, Doc and Donna in the prison. But especially three, family discussion in the corridor. She's sorry and muted. Why didn't you tell me? It makes for a good scene, possibly the best besides Tennant's tour de force at the end. When Doc says he can only remember, but that part won't come back, Donna says he's wrong, because she won't indulge him like that. She's the best thing that ever happened to him. And I like the line about the Doc's not being an actual parent because of what comes later. To follow up on Marie's quick Google, here's some more info on Georgia Moffat, who played Jenny. Her career is such that she's been two different people on Holby City in episodes ten years apart. But according to IMDb, she appeared alongside Peter Davison, i.e. her dad, in a big Finnish audiobook, Red Dawn. She was in the Five-ish Doctors, apparently. And later, she was in an animated Tenant adventure, Dreamland, as well. And she's been married to him since 2011. So she's got the honour of not only having been in Doctor Who loads of times, but of having had Doctor Who be in her loads of times. Talk about keeping it in the family. Martha's doctoring skills, specifically her instant prognosis ability, just gets weirder and weirder. Hold on, I can examine you a random alien, pop your shoulder right back in, but if it were me lying there like last week, I'd be utterly powerless. Martha is at least allowed to be a doctor, though, and show some compassion. Mostly she does a good job, but everyone has at least one really lame line to deal with in the episode. Who the hell are you? It's like a town, a city underground. Oh, I like a sauce. Let's not forget Tennant, though. He gets to do some excellent acting in this one. He acts Cobb off the screen, and Cobb's an old theatre actor. He's eloquent about genocide. He's good between the armies at the end. He gets to do some super heavy breathing. And he carried me with him when he asked them to remember a man who never would shoot as the basis for their society. Fired by the pain of having lost his family all over again. Strong. And he gets to go on a journey of accepting Jenny, which he just about pulls off, and along the way she gets the best him a few times, which is a nice touch. Also, to call back to a previous Who Back When review, he's so snotty about how crap humans are, maybe he is hanging around them just to be superior. The story raises some good questions, parallel to evolution. Are we as bad as we are because of evolutionary pressures selecting for the most aggression? Is that why we fall in behind a leader whose only qualifications are viciousness and bellicosity? Is that the legacy of most of our history? The city schematic is hopelessly simple, which I was going to rage about, but that turns out to be a clue, so nice. My own theory about Old Man Cobb and how on earth he can exist is that he's a progenated version of an identical guy who died maybe five days ago. 
There are lots of plot holes, though. Even more confusing is that they're terraforming this new peace planet with unit machinery. The twist was good, but the whole conceit of the war's been going on longer than they can remember is a lot like the Sontarans and the Rutans, and we had them last week. My own theory about the Doctor's family is that Capaldi and Riversong had a child during their 24-year poundathon on Derillium. Perhaps confused by the slow rotation of the planet her birth control ran out, or the 4,212th condom split, and they couldn't hear it over the singing towers, and they had time enough to raise a child there. And I just hope to God it doesn't turn out to be Nardol. Martha shouts out Peck as he's sinking into the sludge, so she must have learned his name. So she picked up the language in half an hour? Creamer acts well here nonetheless, and it's quite like Terminator 2. But there are other crap moments. The Hath start off trying to get to the source using the least convincing battering ram action of all time. Then they graduate to arc welding. Maybe start with that. There are lots of uses of the Sonic, although perhaps slightly more subtly than usual. The flipping scene I still don't like. She flips, 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 flips and flips for ten full seconds, and now suddenly she's a gymnast. She's brilliant! Some mysteries. We get lots more bubbling hand. Is that building up to something? Doc decides that the TARDIS brought them there because of Jenny, but also to create her, so that's an endless paradox. And Donna says she wants to travel with the Doctor forever. We can only hope, eh, Bonkin? One last word on Jenny. According to TARDIS Wikia, in 2013, Moffat said the door's open for her to come back, possibly. Capaldi once answered a fan question at a convention by saying she hadn't been forgotten. But RTD has also told Stephen Moffat that Jenny flew straight into a moon after getting into a rocket, and I can confirm she wasn't shown in the new series trailer. Perhaps they just didn't want to open up that whole can of plot holes again. My rating's a cop-out because it's exactly the same as last week's. 2.7. Listener minis. Bingo bongo, we have a listener mini. This one comes from... Tracy from America. Hello, Tracy. Hi. <laughs> Doing incredibly well sending in minis for every single new who. <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, by the way, spoiler alert, I read this just a second ago, and it is way cleverer than, than we've been for the past hour. <laughs> Okie dokie. Here we go. It's Tracy again. Welcome to another mini. Great episode for strong female characters. Martha, Donna, and Jenny are all so clever. Martha fixing the Hath's arm, then meeting up with the others by going overland. Donna working out the date stamps in the tunnels, and Jenny discovering that she could choose to subvert her conditioning by shooting a pipe instead of killing are all so great. Love it. Love the running. That was a nice line. It was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a really good catchphrase. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let's have some logic and maths. The war has raged on for seven days. General Grizzlemonger seems the oldest one but not even he remembers what they are doing there. I think we can speculate that the soldier's growth is accelerated and that he was created sometime after the event that started the war. Assuming they are created at what we'd call age 20, assuming General Grizz is 60, and assuming he was created around day 2, they age 6.7 years each day, or in 3.6 hours, they age a year. Surprisingly, this works. The Doctor and Donna are with them a very short time, and it's probably not enough to see the visible aging. This may also explain the disappearance of Jenny. Recall that she dies, the Doctor leaves, then she apparently regenerates and takes off on her own adventures. Yet, we never see her again. Is it because she ages so quickly that she'll be dead again, of old age this time, in about 12 days? Holy smokes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Tracy gives this episode a rating of... Maths! (laughs) Maths! <laughs> that is super duper clever. That's so much cleverer than we Oh were. my god, that is so clever! <laughs> oh my god, and it actually, I mean, I haven't done, I haven't crunched the numbers. I'm gonna assume that Tracy has and yeah. that this works out. That's super clever. Mm. That's an interesting and take on it as well. explains exactly why we it don't does. see Jenny. Yes, exactly. Yes. I mean, it does make me a little bit sad because oh. I kind of want her to be alive somewhere. 
and just not have a spin-off. She's going to have a 12-day adventure, though. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> she just needs to go to the planet where a day lasts 24 years. Oh. That's fine. Oh, really? Wait, is that how it works? Sort Wouldn't of. she then just die in the late morning? Oh, <laughs> fine. <laughs> Actually, early morning. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, awesome. Tracy, fantastic mini. Thank you so much for sending that in. Ladies and gentlemen of Podcast Land who are not Tracy, feel free to follow Tracy on Twitter. She is at Yekatnyatnuf. That's Fountain Tracy backwards. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> Okie dokie. I think that's pretty much it. Thank you so much for joining me on this amazing new Who adventure. And thank you to you, ladies and gentlemen of Podcast Land. Next time, we're going to be doing a classic Who episode, which, depending on when we drop this, will either be Spearhead from Space, the very first Pertwee serial, or Doctor Who and the Silurians. Ooh. Very interesting. The next new Who episode is going to be... The Unicorn and the Wolf. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> And the next Audio Who review, which, let's face it, is not going to drop anytime soon. It's going to be <laughs> The Cannibalists. You're not on Twitter? Are you on uh, Instagram or something else that you would like people to follow you on? No. Do you do anything else that you'd like to plug? Not really. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> just, just watch Doctor Who. Oh, my God. That's a great plug. Yeah. <laughs> this week, I'd like to encourage people to watch some Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, if you'd like to say hello to me, though, you're more than welcome to high-five me online, and I will high-five you right back. I am at Ponkin. You know how to spell that. Uh, until the next time, thank you so much for listening. Be rad and excellent to each other. Rock on and cha ciao Ta-da. That's so careful to say You can cut that bit. Did you enjoy the show? Then please do what the cosmos compels you to and spread the gospel of who back when. Tell your friends. Don't have any friends? No problemo. Tell some strangers. Like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash who back when. All in one word. Are you on Google Plus? Find us on Google Plus. That's plus who back when. And when you do, tell us why you're on Google Plus. Who Back When just got its very own Twitter account, no lie, so give us a follow. You guessed it, that's at Who Back When, all in one word. Check us out on SoundCloud, vote us up on Reddit, listen to us on Stitcher, and head on over to our website, whobackwhen.com, where you can leave a comment, submit a review of your own, and peruse of visual index of aliens, monsters, and more, which increases in Kablamos with every episode. And lastly, give us a rating and review on iTunes. Not only would it make us super chuffed, and it really, really would, but as thanks, we will transmigrate your iTunes nom de plume into the credit list of trailers for fake Doctor Who audiobooks produced by Who Back When. Have a poke around our bonus episodes to make more sense of that. That's it. Rock on and be rad and excellent to each other. Catch your earballs in our next classic Who Review, New Who Review, or, <laughs> still funny, Audio Who Review. Cha-chow. Who back when? <laughs>